Next person for the bouncer interview. Next person, please. Yep, this way. Hey there, you, uh, I guess you're here for the, the job interview? Oh my god, yes! Yeah, this, uh, this is an intimidating room right here. I'm so excited! I can't wait to work at the Double Deuce. You sure you're in the right room there, friend? Yeah, this is the bouncer job. Yeah, you, uh... I've been bouncing all over this goddamn state. You, you've been working lots in this here bouncer positions? Honey, I've been working so goddamn much, I don't get no sleep. I'm, I'm, I don't even know if I'm awake right now. Well, I, I can tell you, you're fully awake. What, uh, what, what, what was your last job? What were you posting? Well, I worked at Denny's. You know, Denny's. I worked at a, at um, they got this restaurant called Perkins. I worked there. They got they, bouncers there at that Perkins. Oh yeah, oh yeah, so many bouncers. I, boy, I had to bounce so many people. But there was two families that got in this fight. There was blood all over the goddamn restaurant. People fighting Perkins now, really? They'd be stabbing each other with forks. This one kid got a fork in his eye. I had to call an ambulance. It was crazy. Gosh, damn. This goddamn eye almost popped out. That's crazy. Now, here, I was working back at the Dickle Pickle, crushing skulls and beating mullets. Oh, my God. I just love the mullet. Yeah, you know, it's 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 highly underrated as a hairstyle. Look, I got one right here. See, the, see them curls in the back? Oh, that is fantastic. Yeah, it takes me a while, but it's worth it. You ever have to kill a man? I killed 14 men. What's your name, friend? My name is Gnarly Neil. Gnarly Neil. God, that's a great name for a bouncer. Gnarly Neil from Tallahassee. Whoa. I ain't never been to Tallahassee. That's where I killed 14 men. I had to leave. Was some kind of shenanigans or kerfuffle about? Well, one man, he pulled his pants down and took a dump right there on the floor. And the other 13 men, well, they didn't like it very much. So they beat that one man down to death with his own dung. Well, I had to take care of business, so I grabbed a cup. And I killed every single one of them with that cup. There was nothing left but a shard of glass. It doesn't sound like you killed that, that 14th man. Maybe just the other 13. I killed them all. Gosh, damn, man. I put a guy in a hospital and I thought I was some hot shit. <laughs> you killed over a dozen people. This has gone on pretty long. <laughs> it has. When's my turn for the interview? Is any of this even funny? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I haven't laughed once. We're here to be funny. Oh my god, I can't wait for my turn. Can you please kill that man. <laughs> Welcome back to the show called I Saw That. We didn't even practice that. No. Wow, that was pretty good. I'm Ben. <laughs> you're Ben. And you're... 
Crandall. Crandall. <laughs> Crandall. Crandall. That, that's a Match. Simpsons. That's a Simpsons thing, right? Is it? Miss Crandall. Remember Homer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been called her Crandall. I've been called her Crandall. Who we had for Krabappel. Yeah. Name's Krabappel. I'm Chris. And I'm Brian. All right. And we're talking about Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Now, we sh- we got to set you up in that time. It's 1989. This is a huge movie year. I wrote down some of the big movies that came out that year. There were there were tons, so I just wrote down a few mm-hmm. top ones. This is the year Batman came out. Yes. The first Tim Burton one. Oh, yeah. Little Mermaid came out this year. <laughs> Glory. Ooh. When Harry Met Sally. Mm. Uh, really? Really? Eighty nine, yeah. yeah, cool. I know you think it's a nineties movie, mm-hmm. but it ain't. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last Tim Dalton Bond movie, License to Kill, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, <laughs> Lethal Weapon Two, Back to the Future Part Two, uh, Field of Dreams. It's crazy. So this movie did not compete. <laughs> this is a huge movie year. I think this movie did well, though. I think it did. Yeah, it's Swayze. I mean, oh, he's amazing. He. Gets asses in seats. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he also has the key to the city. I think he got that, like in Winnipeg. No here. way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think so. He was like doing either a movie here or some play. Oh, that's who keeps breaking into my house. <laughs> yeah, he has a key that fits every house. Yeah, it's a master key. Yeah, ripped Just... my throat out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was your throat. <laughs> we start at the beginning. What a very good place to start. Rock and roll plays. I know, this movie is big blues rock and roll music movie. I love the music in this. Yeah. (laughs) I do, it's really good. Um, uh, Jeff Healy Band. He's a a Canadian artist. Canadian boy, Jeff Healy. Yeah, he does a lot of music in this. And uh, and he also acts in this. Uh, This is his first acting role. He's famous for the song Angel Eyes. That's right. I guarantee you, look it up, you hear it, you'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And this is his uh, first acting role as yeah his debut Cody. his debut. I liked him. Hmm. Yeah, he was uh, he was a good character. There's a That's thing cool. that I wrote down for later on, but the more I saw him, the more I realized I attribute a kind of innocence to blind people, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's like a bad thing or maybe I shouldn't. But every time there's a, a blind person in a movie, and you know, the, like their their eyes are open, they're looking off to the side, but. There always seems to be some kind of innocence to them, and I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, you get that from from Jeff's character, right? Yeah, but he's also younger, kind of. He, well, we'll we'll talk. We'll go into it later with him, but um, yeah, because you see like girls around him and stuff. Yeah, so, he's like, like he's like an innocent guy, but yeah, uh, yeah he's a cool dude in this movie, not not just in real life. Yeah, yeah, and the movie uh, starts off at a club called the Bandstand. There is a beautiful 87 Ferrari Testarossa that pulls up. And I was like, oh, boy. You got the year of that, baby, did you? Yeah, I had to. Because nice I used to have it in a little Hot Wheels car. Mm-hmm. And I think you could drive this in one of the Need for Speed games. Oh, yeah. Maybe not that year, but something very Testarossa, similar. for sure. Yeah. I think Gorgeous I had a car. car model, too, when I was a kid. Yeah. I forgot the brand, but it's a popular <laughs> one. Yeah, it's a great car. And then I, the first time I saw this movie, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be, this is gonna be Swayze stepping out." 
And it's not. It's a pair of high heels. And I was like, Swayze's got amazing legs. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, Swayze. Yeah, and Frank Tillman pulls up in a limousine. Mm Mm-hmm. And he walks in. We don't know who Frank Tillman is, but we see him, and he's walking in. We're like, who's that guy? He that's, looks important. That's Kevin Ty, and he's uh, mm-hmm. he's been in tons of stuff, but I know oh, yeah. him most from Lost. He played John Locke's dad, who was a swindler. Oh. Yeah, he was a, he was a confidence man, a grifter. Every character in Lost. You know. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't look into him for some reason. Burned into my brain. Yeah. And uh, so there's a little little ruckus. Yeah, this bar isn't too bad. It's not like the... Um, it's a nice club. The double deuce coming up, but... No, it's a cool club. It's in New yeah. York. Anyway, Patrick has to... Patrick Swayze has to take care of some business real quick. Yeah, he's like the handler. He's not the main bouncer He's guy. called the cooler. The cooler, that's what it was. The cooler. Because he's full of Bud Light. Yeah. So <laughs> they get some, some rowdies out. I like that. He's like, let's let's fight. And he's like, okay, let's take it outside. And then they get outside and he's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got you outside. That's what he wanted. He yeah. doesn't want to fight you because mm. he's going to destroy you. You are dumb. And you, you get the feeling he doesn't like to fight. He's just good at it. Like he's a very mm-hmm. centered individual. Yeah. But I love the idea of a tough a tough guy bar in the 80s. It looks so tame. <laughs> oh, totally. I don't, I don't even, was that a tough bar? If he's working there, you'd think... He's there for a reason, it's like, like people must get in fights. 80s bar. It's because they could afford him, apparently. I guess so. Because bouncers in this film apparently are like mercenaries. And they're world-renowned, and everybody <laughs> knows who the best bouncer yeah, is for like, some oh, reason. That's Dalton. That's Dalton. Well, it's kind of like movies like Top Gun and Days of Thunder. And those movies, like, these guys are like superheroes in their world. Yeah, but a, a bouncer? Well, they, they're setting the standard. <laughs> I, th- I think that's why, I think that's why people got lost in this because like this is about this is like uh, like uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop, <laughs> you know? It's like oh, he's the best mall cop in all in, of America. In this movie, it goes President of the United States and then bouncers right underneath, like, right? The best bouncer. <laughs> that's important. And it's Dalton, Patrick Swayze. I wrote my first note on this movie was, "Damn, Swayze looks good." Yeah, he's this is peak Swayze, young and swole. Yeah, he is ripped. Nice hair. He's often wearing a blouse in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's a beautiful man. And uh, so uh, Tillman tracks him down, and he's like, you're Dalton. And Dalton's sewing himself up in the mirror or some <laughs> yeah. crap. That's so funny. He's giving himself stitches. But later on in the movie, he goes to the hospital to get his wound healed. So. Yeah. I guess he just didn't feel like it. I thought that was funny, too, because he wanted to bring up the job, and he's like, you cover all medical expenses. Yeah. I would have been like, it looks like you're covering all medical expenses. <laughs> yeah. What are the medical expenses are zero right yeah, now. Yeah. So I have to provide you a string and some scissors. Like, But in classic 80s fashion, like the as the titles are coming up and the names, it says score by Michael Kamen. Mm. And he did the License to Kill movie that I just mentioned. He did the Lethal, the, the lethal Weapon movies. Mm-hmm. He did one of my favorite CDs, which is um, the Band of Brothers soundtrack. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, he's done tons, and but he's since passed. He's one of many people associated with his movie who have died since 89 when it came out. It's incredible how many... I know, I, I looked at some of the cast list and how many people moved on. He also... Um, um, it's crazy. 
He also did the first concert with Metallica, their Symphony and Metallica, their S&M album. I love I have that album. Yeah. It's amazing. Really? You have that album? Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. I didn't think you would have that. I do. I watched it uh, live or what have you on TV. Yeah. I have the DVD and the CD, and I got the new one too, the anniversary one, because they do some different songs. Oh. It's pretty dope. I got it as a gift. No. Actually, when I visited my cousins in Poland... Uh, one of my cousins got it for me because we were talking about it. Good old Poland. Yeah, yeah. So there they you brought go. us Bayside. <laughs> but yeah, he does his own stitches and he does it without any numbing things or any no topical treatments. That's pretty badass. It was so badass. And, and then what does what does Kevin say? He's like, I got, I, yeah, I bought a club called the Double Deuce. <laughs> yeah, I got a club called the Double Deuce. I got. I it's to... called the Two Shits. <laughs> the worst name ever. Two Shits. <laughs> I got a couple bucks, and I want to invest it in this club. And so Dalton's like, five grand up front, 500 a night, right? Yeah, that's pretty that's good. good money. That's mercenary work, I'm telling you, when you're the best in the business. Seeing as how later on he has to, only has to pay $100 a in the rent. place he's staying, I was like, man, I'll live there forever. It is a barn. Yeah, and so he's like, okay, I'll take it. And then he tells the owner, he's like, I'm out of here. You're on your own, douche. <laughs> Actually, there's a line he says when he's making his deal. He's like, I heard you're the best. He's like, Wade Garrett's the best. Oh, that's right. He brings up second guest, you're best right. or whatever. He brings up Wade Garrett, a little foreshadowing yeah. for uh, Sam Elliott's character. Yeah, which is awesome. You knew right away who, who he was talking about. Yeah. Right? Wade Garrett. Well, then, then he pulls out a plane ticket, and he's like, here, I got your plane ticket. He's like, I don't fly. It's too dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Did the Wright brothers just invent flying? Is that why he thinks this? Or, yeah, I mean, that's a weird. That's a weird note for him. I guess they wanted to kind of skip the whole airport crap, maybe. Yeah, and they had his cool Mercedes that he drives around. He's got to have his car. Yeah, but the whole yeah, flying's too dangerous. Like in '89, no, it wasn't. No, <laughs> still safer. Oh yeah, well they still have car, uh, planes flying from that era. So and everybody who first sees him's like, I thought you'd be bigger. Like, what are you expecting? Like, I wasn't. Well, the no, rock or he something. Is small. Yeah, the rock from from uh, from the new yeah. rehash of uh, <laughs> yeah Roadhouse. Yeah, they should redo it with the rock. They did, didn't they? No, he did. He did, redid the movie Walking Tall. I was Walking Tall, right? I got a similar idea. Mixed up. Like yeah, the it's the same back same crap. Yeah, I'd still watch it. <laughs> yeah, they should do rehash. With, not with the rock though. He doesn't know any kung fu. I guess so. I love that Dalton has this move of every time he takes a job, he buys a new car and he kind of babysits it. But his real car is the Mercedes. So he pulls yeah. up to his Mercedes and he just tosses his keys to a guy. Like, he drove his car to his better so, other car. Yeah, so he pulls up to what his badass garage. move. He pulls up to his garage. So actually, here, I'll give you some. This is a fun fact. Hey, Chris's um, fun facts. At the beginning, uh, he's driving a 1964 Buick Riviera. Oh, that's that white car he has? That's the car he pulls okay. up when he throws in the keys. Yeah. And he picks up his Mercedes Benz and he goes to... Um, uh, what state is this in? Supposed to be. In? I can't remember. I didn't write it down. I did write it down. Oh, it's outside Kansas City. Somewhere where there isn't any laws. It's outside. No police. Yeah. No laws. It's outside Kansas City. But the new car he buys uh, is a used 1965 Buick Riviera, and it's the only year that Buick used the clamshell headlight covers. Remember when he looked at oh, the yeah, headlight? He and he's like, "Does this work?" Yeah. That was cool. So that's interesting. That's kind of a little side note for his cars. But uh, so yeah, he drives a Mercedes and. Uh, and he goes, he drives, they just, the next scene, he's at the double deuce with his Mercedes. Remember the bikers? Like, nice Mercedes. Yeah. 
They're like kind of mocking him. That's when you first see the double deuce, and it's just a dump. It's a shithole. It looks awful from the outside. It looks worse on the inside. I know when I, if I got there, I'd be like, dude, you. I'd be like, I'm going somewhere else. Yeah, are you? <laughs> I'm gonna get murdered here. You, you're not paying me enough. <laughs> I love all the insults in this movie too. It's it's a rated R movie. Oh yeah, totally. But everyone, their insults are like, you dickhead, you peckerhead. Oh, like, one's like, <laughs> it wasn't chicken dick. It was like, you chicken head or something. Yeah, yeah. it's so funny because it's like they're they're giving like grade school insults. Oh, no, it was chicken dick. It was supposed to be chicken shit. Yeah. <laughs> you chicken dick. So he shows up and, and here he doesn't work. He just comes inside and he's now assessing the situation. He's, yeah, before people know who he is, y- yeah. he wants to see what's mm-hmm. really going on. And he sees like a waitress dealing drugs and... Yeah, he's, he's taking notes. <laughs> the cat's at it again. <laughs> Then you see he is uh he's watching like the guy at the bar kind of pocket some money and well that's later he notices that well I and, made him I, I'm just kind of yeah. grouping it all together. Carrie uh, is I think the one that catches his name first. Carrie Ann, yeah, Carrie Ann. She's, she's in uh, everything. If you watch movies I, in like the eighties and nineties, yeah. she's all over. She's still the working place. today. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's one of the people who's alive. Yes, yes. Uh, so yeah, and Carrie says, um, you know, what's your name? And he says Dalton, and she's like, what? Yeah. So she kind of she's kind of like tipping everybody off like this is Dalton. It's as if he said I'm George Clooney and everyone knows who he is. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh Dalton already knows Jeff Healy or Jeff Healy's character uh, Cody, so he goes up to the band and kind of says hello and now the band is behind a cage right now. They're behind a fence. Yeah, there's and, a big and, and and Cody's getting beer bottles thrown at him. He's blind by the way, so he yeah. just kind of like moves whenever he gets struck by glass, which is kind of sad. Yeah, I wrote Canada's own Jeff Healy because I was excited to see him and he actually lost his eyesight when he was a little kid. He had cancer. cancer. Yeah, a, weird... a rare form of eye cancer. It's pretty yeah. sad. Pretty... But look, he made a, He passed away, unfortunately. Yeah, he has passed since then. Uh, lung cancer. Yeah? Yeah. Jeez. Well, he, he plays the guitar sitting down. It just lays it on his lap. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Like, I've it's never amazing. seen that happen He plays before. so well. Like, a lot yeah, of the high great. notes, he just taps with his thumb. It's incredible watching him play. So he assesses the situation. He talks to the, uh, the boss. Uh, what's his name? Um... Frank Tillman. Yep. Frank Tillman's like, uh, basically, you know, here it is. <laughs> I wrote down, that. Dalton is famous, like Cher. Yeah. Just one name and everyone knows who he is. Yeah. Oh, you're Dalton. Well, I guess Frank was like, hey, this guy Dalton's coming. It's yeah. It's a big deal. I also I also wrote down that, that girl who walks up to him. I think that's Denise, right? That's Denise, yeah. And she's like, what say you and I get nipple to nipple? That the other guy says, the other that, guy to her, says that, to her, that yeah. drunk guy. I'm yeah. like, is that a pickup line that works for him? Yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Hey, vodka rocks. What do you say you and me get nipple to nipple? I can do that without you. And but the line after was kind of stupid too. It's like you could do it yourself or something. She's like, I could do that without you. Oh, like, do it without you. I'm okay. Like, you can turn them in and do that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that'd be that'd be interesting. I'm too little for this movie. <laughs> uh, so whatever. So there's a bar fight that breaks out. He just watches, yeah. he, and then like one of the bouncers calls him. I was like, Are you gonna help us or what? Yeah. And he's he's like, like, I'm not working right now. Uh, he's a he's a in real life he's a wrestler. This uh, this actor here. Oh, that guy, that big guy. Yeah. The big guy. Yeah. Curly Sue. I don't remember his name. I didn't take notes on that. <laughs> Did you see the uh um what starts the fight? That 
that guy, that big guy, he's pointing at his woman. He's like, hey, you like him? $10 a kiss. $20 to kiss her tits. And he's like pointing at her boobs and she's yeah. like rubbing them around. And you're like, $20? Well, like, what kind of loser, lame pimp is this guy? Oh, totally. And then the guy actually, come, the, what the guy did, I mean, it's inappropriate. But he oh, went it's up, awful. Yeah. He, he went up and he starts and cupping them in his hand. He's feeling them like over her bra. And the guy's like, you going to kiss them or what? And he says, I, I says, like, he says, I can't. He says, why not? He says, because I don't have $20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, buddy, what are you doing? Are you going to kiss him or not? <laughs> I can't. What do you mean you can't? I ain't got 20 bucks. <laughs> so that starts this That's big a bar fight. fight. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I mean, this should have been a pay up front kind of situation. Yeah. No, she didn't was... seem to mind when he was doing it. No, like... she was. she was totally into it, but... He was there for, what, like a minute? Yeah. I, I wasn't that, counting. But. I know. If you look at the timer on the movie, you're like, this just keeps going. Like, yeah. How many times did they film this? This guy's like having the best day of his life. Fondling <laughs> her breasts. <laughs> well, um, the, is this to imply that there's prostitution going on at this bar? Well, like, I is that a just, light way to do it? Yeah, maybe. Like, and it's also showing like the chaos of everything, like just the weirdness of it all. Yeah, I don't know if you saw, looked in the background during the bar fight. Like, there's stuff in the foreground you're focusing on, but in the background there's people fighting. And yeah. it looks hilarious. There's one guy, like, punches a guy out, and then he does a little pirouette spin, spin? to yeah. look to find someone else to punch. And... Well, what about that one guy who was laughing? He's like, ho, 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 ho. And then oh, yeah. <laughs> that chick throws a bottle and hits him by accident. That killed the guy. It didn't even break, did that was, it? That was such a slapstick sort yeah. of comedy thing. Yeah, that was a weird kind of, Because like... he went down like, ooh. Yeah, they should have had a whomp, 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 right? when he goes down. What a weird scene. So uh, he goes, and the uh, next scene is he's buying a used car. This is the Buick Riviera. Yeah, he goes to that sleazy car salesman who's, like, right out of a cartoon. Yeah, I, he didn't even haggle. He's like, I'll take it. What was he even asking for that thing? Like, yeah. okay, whatever. You got to assume Dalton has a lot of money put away. Oh, for sure. Because if he's asking five grand up front, he's getting $500 a night. This is 89 so. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Things didn't cost as much as they do now. I also uh, I also like that he already knew what was going to happen to this car. That's why he buys a beater. Yeah. So he fills the trunk up with tires and rims. <laughs> yeah. Because because <laughs> later on, like his car, every gets every time it gets ruined, he still drives it home. You're yeah. Like, How did you do that? But... Just takes the tires out of the trunk, gets them changed out. You At know, this point, he he's like an, he's like an F one pit guy. He knows how to change a tire so, so fast. So fast, yeah. Uh, and then he's uh, he drives off to uh, I don't know how you heard about this property, but he drives off to the barn. Um, yeah, we meet Emmett. Emmett. Yeah, he lives across from uh, our antagonist, Brad Wesley. Yeah, he's got a nice uh, barn, a- Airbnb. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. Oh, yeah, convenient that the bad guy's right across that little uh, Right across the <laughs> pond, yeah. And you can just um, see them. That barn uh, he moves was uh, built just for the movie. Yeah? And, uh, yeah, and uh, so was the exterior of uh, Red's. Um, oh, the house. Or no, not the ho- well, not no. That's Emmett, but Red's uh, shop, Red's auto shop. Oh, Red shop, yeah. The, and the, the double deuce body. was also built. It was all built for the film, all the exterior. Wow. Yeah, so that wasn't. Those aren't existing buildings. And that's the, pretty cool. The barn is the most impressive because it's a lot of work. Yeah, there's a, a full barn. There's a full kitchen up there, and but uh, it's a full suite. Can you see the light peering through the boards? That's one thing I noticed. I was like, that's not very watertight. No, <laughs> like those boards are not tight together. No, I didn't see that. That's funny. Yeah, you see the sun peering in through the top. But um, yeah, then a helicopter douche flies overhead. Yeah, so Emmett's like, uh, "That's Brad Wesley." He's a, <laughs> and he pisses off the horses. So he's like, I, "I think he does that on purpose." And he does because he yeah. gets out of the helicopter. He looks back over his shoulder, like, yeah, "I got him." 
apparently nobody's rented this place because it has no uh, amenities to speak of. Yeah. And uh, and you can look right in through the window if you're across the lake. Yeah. Just look at his place. But Dalton doesn't care because he's like, I'm just going to do Tai Chi the whole time, so whatever. I love Emmett, though. He's a straight shooter. He oh, doesn't yeah. mince words. No. He's like, you going to pay for this place? Like, I got to... Yeah. Well, people at church sure. don't like that I give it for free, so yeah. I got to charge people. He's yeah. like, funny how money and like salvation are tied together. Tied together. Yeah, yeah. he makes a kind of churchy joke, which is funny. Yeah. It ain't the money, you understand, but if I don't charge you something, then the Presbyterians around here are likely to pray for my ruination. How does $100 a month strike you? Fine. You can afford that much? If it keeps you in the good graces of the church. Ain't it peculiar how money seems to do that very thing? He's like, as long as the church accepts. Oh, yeah, for his Presbyterian church. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so he rents it for $100 a night. Not bad. Not $100 a month. $100 a month. A month, yeah. And it's, it's off the ground, at least. It's... It's if I was Dalton, barn. I'd be like, you know, a couple extra bucks. I mean, I'm making 500 uh, I thought he was going to give more. I thought he was yeah. going to like, $100? Okay, I'll give you 2 Yeah, he's fine, though. He's yeah. good being cheap. Emmett's probably collecting uh, retirement. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. They, they show all these plans for how they're going to fix up the bar. Give it mm-hmm. a new name. If it's called the Double Deuce, give it a new name. <laughs> Rename it, right? <laughs> yeah. It gets this nice sign that says Double Deuce. Double like, Deuce, you idiot. Yeah. Why did you keep it? It's a terrible name. Call it yeah. Double D's. Way better. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's silly double Ds. Well, it's not a strip club, but he should have made a strip club. There you go. <laughs> that town could have used one. Well, they Calm had one. everyone ne- down. They had one near-ish by, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so the, so uh, the first, so this is now, he's now on the job. Yeah, they're not open yet. They're all kind of gathered around for. They're gathered around. He's like, my way or the highway. And this is where he starts firing people first. Yeah. The main ones that he saw already, like um, the one guy who drug dealing for... broad and the well, he doesn't he, he doesn't fire the bartender yet. No, but there's the one guy, the one bouncer who does work for Wesley because later on he fights them. Yeah, he's, he's that big guy with the curly hair. Anyway, oh, he kill, yeah, he fight yeah because he says we don't do it. Yeah, you know, he doesn't he's like, like well, his style. I, he's like, what am I supposed to do now? And he's like, I don't know. There's always barber college. Barber college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and then he's like, we have to be nice. And he's like, what if you call my mom a whore? He's like, is she? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, Basically, so, like, really? That's gonna, You're going to let that get to you? It's like, yeah. grow up. And uh, so the night's pretty, going well. Like, it's pretty much trouble-free. Uh, Steve, one of the bouncers uh, on his break, like, this oh, is yeah. like, practically full-on porn in the storage room. He's like, there's <laughs> breasts, and he's full-on nude. Uh, yeah, from going from the back end. He's completely nude, like a little kid going to the bathroom. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> And he's going to town, and uh, Dalton said, like, he comes in, he's watching, he kind of smirks, and he's like, You're history. And uh, Steve, S- Steve says, I'm on my break. And Dalton says, Okay, stay on it. <laughs> but Steve says to this girl as he's banging her, he's like, like I like you. You're going to be my regular Saturday night thing. I'm like, Yeah, women love women to hear love that. That. Yeah. that you're just going to be her, his Saturday night fling. <laughs> You're going to be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. It was weird. It was such a weird scene. But yeah, then there's... And then he fires... This is where he comes to Pat. And he's like... He fires Before this, there was a scene with... um, He kind of wants to test one of the bouncers. And this guy with a Hawaiian shirt brings in a chick. Mm -hmm. And he gets her to start dancing on the table. Oh, right. And so he kind of looks at one of the bouncers. And they look at each other. And he kind of just nods. Yeah. There's like a big guy who's a bouncer that he's kind of... Yeah, big chunky guy. guy. Yeah. And so he sends him over. And then... A different guy, like a blonde guy, goes there and yeah. gets like punched in the face a couple times. 
And then Dalton comes in as the cooler. Yeah, the Hawaiian shirt guy pulls, pulls a out a knife, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm, he's like, I'm gonna kill you over this." And like, then he puts his t- his uh, his face to the table. Yeah, it just bashes his face, and the, he gets the girl down. Yeah. And actually, that's good that you brought this up because the first night, and this is this is one of Cody's trends. Uh, Healy. Yeah. One of Cody, he says, because everybody's like, "Who is that guy?" And yeah, he's, he's like, "That's like, yeah, Dalton." He's like, "Dalton, everybody." Yeah. <laughs> so he does. And he, he's playing he's the man sweet, of introductions. Uh, Jazz and rock in the background the whole time. Oh yeah, he's always jamming. He's like the musical. I hope he made a mint off the soundtrack for this movie because oh, he's I playing bet. so much in the background. I bet he did well, like both acting and music. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you know this. Fun fact. Yeah, but uh, Patrick Swayze uh, sang two songs in, in the movie soundtrack, and he actually wrote one. Oh, that's so bizarre! I didn't know yeah. he sang at all. Yeah, so there you go. So, yeah, he fires Pat, the bartender, for skimming. And at this point, you feel the tension here. Yeah, because he's, he's looking at the boss like, are you sure are you, you sure want me to get fired? And you're like, you know something's up. Something's happening here. Yeah, and you're like, what, do they have some sort of deal I don't know about? Mm-hmm. And even the even the um, the boss man is kind of like, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, you heard him. Get out. Yeah, get out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You get, he's all sweating. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like, like uh, uh, yeah, get out. I'm going <laughs> to be paying for this later. Um, and then, of course, when Dalton leaves, his car is trashed, broken windshield, yeah. antennas and uh, snapped sc- over. Yeah, tires are flattened, screwdriver. Then, then they cut to a party at the rich guy's house at um, yeah, so Brad Wesley's house. Dalton's watching from his patio. He's reading a book. Yeah, and then he turns the light off. And he, yeah, and, and Brad Wesley's having this massive pool party which it's supposed to be like crazy party but it seems pretty tame i've been to pool parties that are kind of like that i mean so tame it, was, <laughs> it wasn't that bad music was like yeah like everybody's just having fun and Dalton and uh, wesley comes out and he's like I-, I like this guy i thought he was gonna like kill him or something or punch him this guy that was just standing there yeah yeah he's like, i like this guy he's funny and then nothing happened with that why did you he must have been it must have been one of his muscles was that the guy who drives the monster truck i don't know he's one of their guys he's maybe one of their Jimmy henchmen or something and I just yeah. didn't notice. And uh, now, so, uh, oh, so now it's the next day. Uh, Carrie shows up with Carrie some breakfast. Ann. Yeah, she's got a little breakfast. Played and... by Kathleen Wilhoit. <laughs> what a great, I wrote down, she brings breakfast and warnings. And warn. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have fired Pat. Yeah. He's like, why? Because you sh- just shouldn't have. She says, well, like, you could have spoken up and said, yeah, he's the nephew of... Of Brad Wesley, the yeah. the rich guy. But never mind. We'll find. We'll, we're gonna find out later, I guess. Because yeah, you don't really find out right away why that's a problem, and like what ties he has to the town and everything. Yeah. So the next thing he drives to uh, Red's Auto Parts for parts. Yeah, he buys a new antenna, I think, for his car. Right? Um. Yeah, he does. Buys a new antenna. He shoots the crap with Red and uh, talks about parts because he wants to order a new windshield, but he, Red doesn't have any, so he doesn't. There's actually yeah. an interesting scene here where you see the prop guy hand Red through the shelf, the antenna. Really? Yeah. I didn't notice that. When he goes to the antenna, you see the antenna pop out through the shelf, moving because <laughs> the prop guy handed it to him. <laughs> but uh, do you know who Red is? He is. Do you mean in the movie or in real life? The actor. Oh, the actor? No, I don't. So, here. So, Red is played by... This is really interesting. His real name is Red, right? His real name is Red. Yeah. <laughs> it's Red West, okay? Uh, this is a little chunk here. This is Kanye West's uncle. Yeah. He was a close friend to Elvis Presley and a member of Presley's inner circle known as the Memphis Mafia. Whoa. Uh, West was first Elvis's driver in the late 50s, and later in the 60s, after Elvis was discharged from the military, he became a bodyguard for Elvis. And he also wrote a few of Elvis's songs and starred in 16 of his films. Whoa. Yeah. 
This guy's huge. He's massive. And in the 70s, uh, he continued to bodyguard, uh, do bodyguard work for Alvis with two other men who in 76 were all fired by Vernon Presley, who is Alvis' Presley's dad, because he thought that they were being too heavy-handed. Wow. So he fired them. But he, he, he uh, wrote a, um, like an autobiography about working for Alvis. And, uh, he yeah. got fired a year before Elvis died. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah, crazy, he could have yeah. prevented it. Yeah. Did you see the... There's a trailer out for the new Elvis movie with Tom Hanks in it. And yeah, I, man, I, saw I forget the, the guy playing. I don't remember either. But he yeah. sounds just like Elvis. I was like, holy cow. He doesn't look quite like him. He sounds like him. Yeah, the look... It's almost like when he gets older, they show it, and he kind of looks a little bit more like him throughout mm-hmm. the movie. But, yeah, it's a Baz Luhrmann movie. It looks like it's pretty good. I'm not a big Elvis fan, but I don't know. Yeah. It looked good. It was No, it was nice. But, yeah, I love how he... good. I love when he pays red. There's something about people in movies just have crumpled up bills in their pocket. Right. There's so many movies, they just pull out a bill, and it's all crumpled up. Like I can't do that. I can't have crumpled up money in my pocket. Do like, people not have wallets? Yeah. <laughs> What happens in movies where it's like, yeah, just shove all this money in your pocket and crumple it up into tiny things? Balls of dollar bills in my pocket. So I was like, did he give him $100 or $1? He doesn't know. He never saw it. He just saw a crumpled up bill. It's supposed to be a five. It's American money. It all looks the same. Um, So as he's leaving, this is where uh, he meets uh, Wesley and a henchman. Yeah, Jimmy's behind him. Jimmy. And he's got that shiny gold earring, so you know he's bad news. Yeah, he's his second hand. And he's like, (laughs) come on, Jimmy. But yeah, he introduces himself and... uh, yeah, not much happens there. But you know there's some something happening going on at, at Red's. Yeah. Um, he leaves and, yeah, he's like, hello, Red. And then we just kind of cut out of that scene. But yeah. There's a, afterwards, there's a part where Emmett, uh, we catch we cut to the farm and Emmett's looking under the tarp yeah, and he finds and he sees, the Merc. Yeah, the Mercedes. And he's kind of like, Ooh. oh, what, who do I have here? And then he sees... Uh, Dalton's doing Tai Chi. Yeah, I wrote down, I was like, what is this, jujitsu or something? It's like, why is he all oiled up? Why did I rewind it and watch it again? You watch it again, yeah. <laughs> Brad is watching from across the pond on his trike. I, like a little child? He looks I, like a little kid sitting yeah. on his little tricycle. And I like how he's watching him, and then and then they cut to Emmett, who's watching him. was like, I Emmett likes the Mercedes. Emmett likes Dalton. Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> Emmett is hot and bothered, is what I wrote. <laughs> the same screwed up brain. Uh, yeah, I know you're supposed to play it like, like you know. Because it's supposed to be like him. He's all sweaty doing this uh, tai, tai chi. chi. But he just looks like he's covered in oil. And Yeah. There's so many, like, there's trailers out promoting MGM movies. And mm-hmm. they have that scene of him, like, doing his hand workouts. Yeah. They always cut that in. And it's hilarious. Oh, interesting. Because when I was a kid, I was like, what is that from? I've never seen that before. And Yeah. Roadhouse. It used to be before a couple Bond movies, I think, when they put them on VHS. Mm-hmm. It was like, MGM means movies. Is this Swayze just doing some Tai Chi? Yeah, I gotta yeah. find that video because it's so great. Apparently, there's an... I didn't see it, but uh, apparently the, uh, the crew is reflecting onto his skin. Like, you, you could see, like, the shadows really? of the crew. I it only saw for a shiny. split second, like, okay. like, a shadow of something, but it's not as a big deal as they made it out to be. Maybe it's been fixed in post, like... Edits, it could be. Now that it's on, like, DVD and Blu-ray and stuff. Yeah, that could be. Um, George Lucas came in, added. George fixed it. Added some Tie Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is when a guy calls him a chicken dick. What's the matter, you chicken dick? Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, he's he's driving. So isn't this where he's driving to the bar and Brad Wesley's driving? Also, or was that before? And he oh, that's hits before him? when he's getting home. Yeah, he almost because I wrote him. down, <clears throat> I want to be swerving around the road, rich, like an idiot. He's just driving back and what is he doing? I don't know. He's like, just, that's not good for your car either, right? I'm like, a moron. 
Yeah, and he like almost runs him off the road. Yeah, playing chicken. Yeah, so yeah, right. Yeah, he's approached by uh, Brad's nephew and henchman at the bar. Yeah. All I wrote is they fail, but it's a massive bar fight. So this guy pulls out, he's trying to act tough, but he pulls out like the biggest Rambo knife. Yeah, it's like a machete. Yeah, and he's like, come at me, you tough Dalton. Like, dude, you brought a big knife. Like, clearly you're scared. Yeah, I, I always hate it in movies when the, the bad guys are trying to be all tough, but they have a massive weapon. Yeah. And you're like, why don't you do hand to hand and show yeah. me if you're really tough? But no, you're like an insecure coward. Yeah. <laughs> so he's fighting that guy, kicks him out the window. He's fighting another guy. Tinker gets one up on him. That's right. The fat guy is Tinker. Yeah, that's right. I, used, I thought it was Tigger for a while. But. It could be Tigger. I say Tinker. Like Tinker Bell. <laughs> I love that you can't intimidate Dalton. Like they're standing in the boss's office. Oh, no. This is where he learns, oh, you can't, you shouldn't have fired the. Uh, you don't mess with the nephew. The of nephew, the Brad, bar. Brad Wesley. Yeah, the bar back because, you know, he's the nephew of him. And, mm-hmm. and Mr. Tillman may own this bar, but the liquor he serves is supplied to him by Brad Wesley. Pat McGurn is in the employ of Mr. Wesley, his uncle, not Mr. Tillman. The only reason this bar gets alcohol is because <clears throat> uh, Brad Wesley lets them. Yeah. So if he screws with this, they're going to get cut off. Yeah. And uh, Dalton throws them through a sheet of glass, <laughs> a glass window. Right. And he, they he, get no- he knocks them all out, practically. I yeah. Think. Yeah. He beats them up pr- quite soundly. I just thought it was funny because after he knocks the last guy out, he just leaves because he's cut. Yeah. So he just leaves. And, I find uh, it interesting that uh, the boss didn't tell him all these things when he got the job. He could have been like, hey, there's a guy who kind of has run of the town. Yeah. And it it's going to be tough because he's kind of controlling what I do at the bar. Right. So we, we don't have all the freedom that you think you have. At least give him a heads up. Yeah, you're right. Because he still probably would have come and been like, well, I can help you out anyway. No, 100%. I'm I, the cooler, man. I, yeah, I'm the cooler. I agree with you, but we got to find out the hard way. That's true plot so he goes to the hospital to get stapled this is where he meets the doc for the first time stapled that wound looked like i don't know maybe 10 stitches or something yeah i know stapled he took the easy way what barbaric garbage is this never mind barbaric what kind of guys like nah i don't need painkillers i know that's another strange thing it's like it was just a topical anesthetic yeah it would have made it a little numb yeah and then he would have been fine but I'm, i'm too strong for that that was stupid what a stupid he is so strong I had to write down that this is Kelly Lynch. She shows up. She's the doctor. She's like the love interest. So she finally shows up in the movie. Yeah. She was in five movies in 89. They all came out that year. I'm like, that's impressive. This is where she she got her first start. Yeah. Yeah. And she has no problem being naked in a lot of those movies. No. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I don't listen. I I hope, I hope it was by honest means, not for her sake. Oh, for sure. Or more for her sake than anyone else's sake. Yeah. Because, uh. Well, yeah. she's still alive, and she hasn't come she out is. and saying anything, so... No. Hopefully that's a good thing. There wasn't, like, yeah. I was mentioning earlier, this is... If you're paying attention to the eagle-eyed watchers... Oh, shoot. Uh, this is where we get Dalton's first name, because it's never said in film. Right. But it is written down in his medical records, and his first name is James. Oh, because he travels with his medical records. He He's like, it's just faster. Yeah. Because he always needs it, because he... So his name's James Dalton. He always wins the fight, but I guess he gets injured... Yeah, well, yeah, all the time. So he has to bring it with him. So he flirts with the doc, and of course, she's like, "Oh yeah, I." Uh, he, he says, "Come to the double deuce, and I'll buy you coffee." I'm like, "What? Why do people go to bars to get coffee? Isn't there a diner around?" Yeah, I also wrote they do end up going to the diner, but yeah. he looks like he smells like pine trees and honeysuckle. He just looks good. I have a problem. <laughs> you want, do you want a minute? <laughs> 
We'll be back in one minute. Um, okay, and this is uh, this was interesting. Yeah, the the guys. Then we cut to the scene with the uh, the guys at um, at Brad's place. Yeah, the henchmen. They, so this is where we see the monster truck for the first time. The monster truck is. Is there any other vehicle you drive in a town that just says "I'm insecure"? <clears throat> right. <laughs> what are we? Dig- so this actually, this monster truck is the Bigfoot. It's the Bigfoot Seven. Now, if you're familiar yeah. with Bigfoot, it's the original. Yeah. Uh, monster truck company or crew, and this is the seventh iteration. The seventh generation. It's it built for specifically for this film, but cool. I just wanted to add that. It's ridiculous. Um, it's crazy. And uh, so Brad's not, he's disappointed. Um, the nephew goes in the house like, I don't know. <laughs> he just walks in the house while the rest of the henchmen stand out. And then yeah, they're all lined up. He's like, you got to apologize. And then Tinker apologizes. He's like, Tinker, I trust you, but O'Connell. Yeah, he's like, I like you. And yeah. His gripe with O'Connell is like, you bleed too much. You're a coward. Yeah. And I'm like, bleed too much? Well, stop punching him in the nose. Yeah. <laughs> he's like kicking him in the dick. And <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of gripe is that? You have a circulatory system. You suck. Yeah, I, he's like I don't know why are you disappointed. Like okay, so like Dalton is trained. He's a trained fighter. You should have sent Jimmy. You loser. Yeah, like send your muscle, not like this guy who looks like a lawyer. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah. right, and then the probably big... is basically like a secretary. Yeah, and then Tinker's <clears throat> this big fat guy. Yeah, like he's yeah. not gonna get one up on Dalton. No, he's, just because he's big, he's gonna run circles around him. And the bar guy, he's a loser. Oh, 100%. We never... Oh, we do see him again. Well, later. We'll yeah. That, but yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see him once more. One of these guys has an old Mustang, and man, those old 80s Mustangs are ugly. Oh, yeah. Oh, they are. Like, Mustangs were so great, and then mm-hmm. in like the 80s and 90s, they were so ugly, and now they look cool again, but... Yeah. Man, there was like 20 years in there, it was like, goof. There was... Yeah, there was a moment, it's like they cheaped out. Yeah, they became the bo- grandma cars. The body's a box. Yeah, in the night... Well... Even in the early 2000s, but like late 90s, you still see them driving around. Some were like done up nice, but you couldn't make them that nice. No. But a lot of them you saw, and they're like, they look like uh, like Pontiac Sunfires. <laughs> yeah. That's junk. Not great. Uh, so Dalton uh, returns to Reds, and this is where we uh, get the whole thing about extortion. We also yeah, see they that. messed up his shop. Yeah, they messed up his shop. We also see that uh, Elizabeth, that's her name, the doc. Is, <laughs> that's uh, her name? Not just doc? Well, we, yeah. <laughs> She's not a Looney Tunes character. Yeah, they see, you see her picture on the wall. On the wall. So we're like, okay, so he's related. Must relate. Ooh, yeah, he must be related. Um, I have a note here. There's a couple goof-ups. Tell me your goof-ups. So as he pulls into reds, the henchmen are leaving, right? And they leave in that red Mustang. Uh, the lighting, their lighting rig and crew are clearly visible, reflected on the side of the red Mustang. <laughs> so when they pull out and you look and you pause it, you'll see the whole lighting rig and you see a guy on the ladder and everything. You know what? I was just so into the story that nothing could have driven me out of it. Well, I wouldn't. I, same. <laughs> <laughs> and the second goof up is the building across the street says California Tile and Home Center. <laughs> so they're clearly in California uh, filming this. Yeah. On like a back lot somewhere. Yeah. So what does Red say? He he asks him, he's like, hey, was this uh, Brad Wesley's guys or whatever? Mm-hmm. Does a hobby horse have a wooden dick? <laughs> he's like, does a hobby horse have a wooden dick? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, what? Is that a common thing? Yeah, I don't know. One of the best ones I heard, uh, I can't remember what I was watching, but it was one of those questions where the obvious answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And the guy says, does Dolly Parton sleep on her back? And I laughed so hard. Like that's oh my that's God. my new favorite line. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna steal that. Um, yeah. Then we head to the bar, the double deuce. Well, he, we we get a scene where he because we have to introduce Wade Garrett. So 
uh, Patrick Swayze's a little concerned with Brad Wesley, so he calls. That's right. He calls up. We Wade. call. He calls Wade Garrett at, at a bar that he's working at. We cut to that scene. What's going on, me hoes? Hey, hey, how you doing, buddy? Oh shit, hell, kid, I'm in hog heaven. You know, there's a fight going on. He basically, do you know Brad Wesley? Wade's like, no, I don't. So I guess <laughs> I guess Wade is like, because we see him later. So I guess Wade is kind of like, oh, he's concerned. So. He's like, I know the type. Right? Yeah. Like, well, and it's young Sam Elliott looking dashing. Oh man, he, Sam Elliott has never looked this good. When I, I, I seen this movie, I, I probably saw it on TV, so I didn't. I missed all the tit. Yeah. Fortunately, <laughs> but I did watch this movie as a kid. Yeah, and I, and I loved it. I loved it. But uh, I just remember my most memorable carrier, character, and I didn't know his name was uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah, and <clears throat> later on, uh, Brad Wesley refers to him as an old man. Um, Brad Wesley's older, older. than Sam Elliott. Like, yeah, that the actors are. <laughs> so like, yeah. what, what a weird thing to say. Yeah, that guy who I'm older than. What an old man. It's that hair, man. He's just so suave. Like, what a pimp. Yeah, and he's got that great voice, like yeah. that oh, great yeah. accent, that southern yeah. swagger, and yeah. I was like, don't. Later on, I'm like, don't let him dance with him. Yeah, yeah. Now, now she's his. Yeah, you yeah. idiot. <laughs> you start up. Um, but yes, yeah, the monster to... truck crew show up uh, to deal some havoc at uh, at the bar. But the bar's looking good. They've this it's a little is, bit better. It must be like weeks later, right? Yeah, it's there's a... no band cage anymore. There's like yeah, carpet it's, it's on not, the stage. It's, it's not a hundred percent yet because that's yeah, still it slowly gets there. But it's 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 much cleaner. Um, yeah, it's slowly getting renovated. Then you yeah. get Denise shows up. She's the blonde with the big gazumbas. Yeah. And she kind of comes on to him, and it's like, is she just trying to trick him? Or she starts to slowly undo her dress while pushed up against him? Yeah. She's, yeah, I don't know. She might I think, think she kind of likes him. I think she does. But then, then yeah, Jimmy grabs her and he's, he's like, like, what are you doing? Count Janice. It pulls her away. Monster Truck crew shows up, but uh, he's, they, he right, right away, he knows. He cuts them off at the door. Yeah, he tells his body guys that bodyguards that like uh, one of them has a like a knife on their boot. He's like, I, I like the little like the little uh, the flash they do on the boot. The well, yeah, because he kind of looks points at him. He's yeah. like, look, and he's like, oh, okay, just. Oh, I don't know how they. He do wants that, them but... to be like, hey, be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, and these guys, and then, so he walks up to the door. He's like, hey, we're closed, and they're like, well, what are all these people doing? And he's like, having a good time. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, "Well, we're, that's what we're here that's to have." Here for, yeah, and then he this where he goes to kick him, and Dalton grabs his leg, practically breaks it, and drags him outside by his boot. But and he, throws he stops the boot him. He stops roof. him, and he says, "You're too stupid to have a good time." And I was like, all "Oh, right. what a great line!" Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're closed. Well, then what are all these people doing here? Drinking and having a good time. Well, that's why we're here. Yeah. You're too stupid to have a good time. They kick all their asses. The other bodyguards get in there, and they, they, these guys don't even make it in the door. They yeah, all end up outside. This is when uh, the Doc is standing. She walks up, and she's standing there. Yeah, that's so weird. So she's watching this fight go down. Doc's outside waiting for him, and uh, yeah. She and she's looks, like, I'm here to see you. <laughs> her face, she looks a little bit like like uh, Juliette Lewis when she was younger. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It just struck me in the moment. I was like, oh, wow. She looked, they look just like, Close, like the yeah. same face in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, this was kind of a cute date because they go out for coffee. They go to a cafe and have coffee. And he says, 
Like, uh, I got to get you home before you start thinking I'm a good guy. Yeah, and she's got that great 80s hair. That really does it for me. I don't know why. Maybe because I was born in the 80s. It's just in my, je- my she's jeans. She's very, very pretty lady. But uh, th- he, but this was a very polite date because she drives him back to his Buick. Wait, he's smoking at this place. He and is. knowing in the future that he dies of cancer, the whole time I'm like, stop smoking, Swayze. Damn well, it. Pa- he drives pain- pancreatic. But, uh, I know, but it's all not good. No, I know. I know it sucks. Well, I don't, but it's, it could be fake, cigarette fake cigarettes. Fake cigarettes. In '89, I don't know. I don't know if he was a smoker or not. I feel like so. he'd been too cool for a fake cigarette, but yeah, um, yeah. So she drives him back to his Buick. There's a stop sign sticking out the side of his window. I yeah. like how she pulled it and she just laughs like, huh, "Well, the job. it's like he's totally used to it." Yeah. <clears throat> well, and flat he, tires. He stares at her with this gaze that it's like. They share a smooch, and it's almost like, did he frighten her into that? Because <laughs> he's staring at her with the the most intense eyes I've ever seen in my he life. He looks very intimidating when it comes to lovemaking, but we'll get to that later because they go on a second <laughs> date. But it's it's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, so this actually sometime later, uh, Dalton is uh, laying on his car. Yeah, he's just chilling, enjoying chilling the on weather. His, with a smash windshield. Yeah. There's a big hole in it. He's approached by uh, Brad's goons, and they want uh, to bring him over to the house to talk to Brad. Yeah, they walk up acting like they're all intimidating. But when he gets up, he kind of makes a quick move quick, to like quick, reach quick, for his like shirt. Like a psych. Yeah. And they both back off quickly. Yeah. Like he, he has all the power in that scene. He's so cool. Oh, oh yeah. So they go, to, they go to Brad's house. and Brad Wesley, yeah. He has the worst decor in the world. His house is so ugly on the inside. It's like a Minnesota hunter's house, basically. Like, but, but, but. I know, later on, you learn he has a trophy room, but he has trophies everywhere from hunting. Like animals dead all over the house, elk horns, and and you got that '80s pop music playing. And you're like, is he listening to that? What's going on? Well, it turns out Denise is there. Yeah, she's working out, and some like somebody beat the crap out of her. She's sporting quite the shiner, and that's probably for coming on to Dalton at the bar. Yeah, I bet you, Jimmy roughed her up a little yeah, bit the whole side of her face is br- and then she moves because she sees dalton and she's embarrassed so she hides her face and yeah she kind of looks at him like yeah this is this is life you know yeah so he talks to he talks to brad a bit and you know brad or brad's like jc penny's coming because of me yeah he's like <laughs> taking credit for how well the town is doing and yeah. it's like he's another one of those bad guys who feels entitled for everything that happens mm-hmm. like he deserves everything and you're like, you know, other people are working at stuff, too. If everyone just left, you'd have nothing. You'd have nothing, yeah. So he's getting rich off the town. Yeah, and, he's a um, tool. He's roughing people up for money. and Yeah. He, he he asks Dalton, he's like, how much would you charge me if I opened up my own bar? And he says, you could pay me all the money in the world. I wouldn't work for you. He's basically like, it's never going to happen. Yeah. Peace uh, out, loser. Not in your life, bro. Yeah, because he gives him his whole backstory about the town. and It's yeah. his town. He takes ownership. But he thinks it's... Because he basically owns yeah. everybody. Yeah. So now we cut to the double deuce, and you're mentioning about renovation. This is a full-on renovation. Yeah. We got that canopy in the front, the lights in the front, double deuce. The whole yeah, place is painted, brand new doors. He's got, like, the tiled flooring with the, like, black and white tiles. Yeah. You got gorgeous Keith David serving drinks. I was just going to say, <laughs> we got Keith David behind the bar as Ernie Bass. Uh, Keith, known for many films like uh, Armageddon, uh, The Thing, 21 Bridges, Night School, The Princess, and The Frog, which is new. Spawn, he does the voice of Spawn. Yeah, doesn't he do a voice in, like, Halo? He does a voice in Rick and Morty. Yes, he's a president. Yes, and he does, uh, he's the big uh, Titan dude in uh, Final Space. Right, yeah. I love his voice. He's so young in this movie, though. I feel like he's the (laughs) Arbiter in the Halo uh, games. I think you're right. 
but yet he's got an incredible voice. He's like criminally underused in this in this movie. I was hoping he would join in the fighting and stuff, but yeah, yeah you kind of see him jump. I, you know, he was a small time. Big, yeah, yeah, he was small time then, but it's cool to recognize that it was Keith yeah, David. Yeah, the moment there. you see him there, you're like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I didn't. Even, I just like I didn't know you were in this. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Oh, and then Doc comes again. Yeah, she shows up at the bar, <clears throat> and uh, it's time. Well, the funny thing is they, they go back to his place, his barn that he's staying at. He's driving her Jeep. And I was like, yeah, why not? She's known your, him like two days. Leave your crappy car. Yeah, it's funny. I guess it's been longer. It's but too, because the monster truck guys are still like spotting the place. Yeah. They're, they're sitting outside, like watching. They're creepily watching the whole time. That's so weird. Oh, weirdos. So they go back to his place for some nookie. That's what I was talking about, though. Yeah. This he, is where you have the, the puts, famous sex scene. Yeah, he puts on music and she's backing away from him until he gets her right to the wall. He's just approaching her and she's backing away. Like, dude, like, read like the room. I, <clears throat> I feel like she's playing hard to get. A little bit. But, I mean, listen, they both knew why they were there. But I just I just thought that was such... Because he seems so, like, hungry for it. Yeah. Here's a... <clears throat> this piece of trivia from IMDb made me laugh out loud when I was watching the movie. And it says, according to Kelly Lynch, whenever Bill Murray sees her sex scene with Patrick Swayze on television, he calls her husband, Mitch Glazer, and he teases him about it. Calls her husband Mitch Glazer. Yeah, her husband's name is Mitch Glazer. Oh, okay. he calls her. He calls him up and teases him about it. Yes, <laughs> which is so funny that like you get a random call from Bill Murray just because he's watching TV in the moment. Yes, yeah. He's like, hey, I'm watching your wife have sex. I'm watching with your Patrick wife Swayze. have sex with Patrick Swayze. <laughs> oh yes, that's right. What a Bill Murray thing to do. Oh, I love Bill Murray. Yeah, so he turns on the Otis Redding. Little yeah, swagger. Is that over. what that was? Yeah, yeah, and they basically. Do the sex? They do stand-up sex, like typical movie fashion. Yeah, because it's so easy to do. She's yeah. not wearing any underwear either. He just kind of lifts her up, and there they go. Well, yeah, hikes up her dress, and <laughs> it's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. And then uh, she wakes up, and you think it's over, but it's not. He's on the roof. They she's do this, on the roof. They do this tracking shot where she's lying in bed with the blankets just on top of her. Oh, then they show some breast. She's the only woman in the world who doesn't get cold. Yeah. So <laughs> she's just in a thin sheet on top. Yes. And she kind of gathers the sheets and walks over, but like shows her bum the whole time. Doesn't like, cover her butt. The cameraman's just like, yep, there's the butt, 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 butt. Yeah. And there's Swayze. He's naked on the roof, too. Yeah. Oh, we already had a butt scene with Swayze the other day. Oh, yeah, because he gets up Carrie, in front of Carrie Ann. Carrie's launching his butt <laughs> as he gets dressed. Yeah, and she's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Carrie was going to be the love interest when I first watched this movie. and uh, But she was too much of a nerd. Yeah. <clears throat> but she, good singer, she can sing. Too. Yeah. If she, that was really her singing, that was yeah, really good. She's a yeah. great singer. Yeah, and then they they bang again on the roof, and of course there's Brad watching, and Brad's like seething, like she um, <clears throat> she talks to him on the roof before they start making out and doing it again, mm-hmm. and she's talking to him as if he's just he's working at this job and he's just luckily winning fights, and like well, she's like if you well, yeah. keep this on you're gonna get really hurt, like something permanent or whatever, Isn't and really- I was like. You don't understand how good he is at this. Yeah, he is, is going to be is the okay. Conversation they have where it's like, "Do you ever lose?" And he's like, "No." And she's like, "You know, if you keep this up, it's it's going to cause damage." I'm like, "No, he's really good at this. Yeah. This is like telling Superman to stop bank robbers. Yeah, because he might get hurt one day." <laughs> yeah. Well, she finds that out later. Right? Yeah. And then um, Wesley's a perv because he's watching them on the roof. Yeah. From across the lake. So this is where actually we find out. So he returns to the bar, and uh, this is another Cody move because Cody's like the know-it-all. But they're wearing matching shirts now at the bar. They got their red oh, they got the, double douche shirts. They got shirts. uniforms, the double douche. Yeah. So Cody's like, uh, word around town is you're uh, hanging out with uh, Elizabeth Clay. And we're like, Who the f- it's Elizabeth Clay because she never even said her name once. Yeah. It's like, is that the doc? I guess yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. 
this so, movie and like people with their names it's so I know. cagey everyone has like either one name or you never find it out or no so elizabeth clay passing. elizabeth clay is her name cody knows and uh he basically says that uh brad had uh, and her had a thing back which is before. so gross because he's so much older he's than her so much older. why did but they have you a thing? see his girlfriend so you know i don't think they had a thing i think the idea is that he wanted there he to wanted be a to thing. be a thing and so when she left town he was all but yeah. hurt about it sam elliott pulls up on a hog yeah and uh he gets off and looks up at the name of the bar while he's putting his hair back and he looks up and he yeah. says the double douche the double douche Yeah. <laughs> With his accent, I was like, is that what he said? Or yeah. did I miss it? I know. I was like, was that a thing in the 89? <clears throat> yeah. Then you yeah. see the uh, the bad guys pull up again. The, yeah. the douche squad. The douche squad. Yeah. Well, they're in, so they're, yeah, he's in the back. They got finally got delivery of booze because it turns out Wesley's controlling the, uh, the booze supply. Yeah. And Dalton must know someone because earlier he's like, I'll make a call. I'll mm-hmm. fix this. So he probably got someone from out of town to drive in and bring some stuff. Yeah, but and the guys, guys are here. Like They're halting it. They start smashing bottles. There's a new guy in the gang. The really yeah. tall guy. Yeah. He's like seven feet tall. He's a big boy. He's completely useless. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. But uh, it looks like they got one up on uh, on um, on him. Yeah, they got uh, they got Dalton up against like one of the um, the supports, and they're just yeah. punching him in the gut. And then Wade Garrett comes up to the bar and says, "Is there a skinny little bastard called Dalton?" <laughs> I just like how they looked at him, like, "Dude, you better shut, you better shut up." I know they're like, "Whoa, this, what's he saying?" Yeah, does this guy want to die? <laughs> well, even when uh, Wade Garrett walks in the back, he just yeah. kind of watches them beat up I, Dalton. I know he's just watching. He's like, he's like "Hey, <laughs> hey, mijo." <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, you, you, you got everything handled okay? Yeah. And then, uh, what's that guy say? He says something about his dick, and then he's like, I don't want to show you my dick, and then he punches him in the dick. How's it going, mijo? Mind your own business, Dad. You want to fight, dickless? I sure ain't going to show you my dick. What oh, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he walks up, and he says something about, like, uh, all right, like, are you... Like, are you here to, like, fight dickless or whatever? He's yeah. like, well, I'm not here to show you my dick. And then, yeah, then he punches the guy right in the dick. And he goes down. He's like, eh, that hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like the way he scraps because, uh, yeah, Wade Garrett's more of, like, a street fighter. He's, like, just, like, a boxer. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And, well, uh, that's one thing about the punches in this movie. They look like they really hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, the sound effects they use. And yeah. they do a pretty good job filming where it looks like they're connecting with people. Yeah, because in some older movies, like they cut to a camera angle, and there's like, oh, you could uh, fit another human in between that. Yeah, punch in. There was one in the in uh, in the earlier bar fights where a guy swings, and you're like, yeah, you, oh, okay. There's a gap, like you didn't hit that guy. And uh, so yeah, and, and they're all hanging out. So Wade Dalton and the Doc hang out. Yeah, this they go where, to this little diner. Yeah, and then uh, this is where we find out that Dalton killed a woman's husband back in Tennessee. So he's got some he's got some uh, baggage. Actually, there's a scene where they're they're sharing scar stories and they're mm-hmm. talking. I think this oh. is before the coffee shop. Yeah, he, and he gets up and he's like, "Yeah, I got see, one right here." You can and I was see like, it's like bush. I was like, "Is he gonna pull his thing out?" Yeah, he's like, "Oh, it's pretty close." But yeah, he's got a big scar, and he's like, and "It was from a woman or something." Well, he got his appendix removed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they return to the bar. Yeah, it's they, like they start at the bar and then they went to a cafe. They dance. Like you said. Well, uh, then Wade says a super misogynist joke as she walks away. I was like, ooh, cringe. 
Oh, but her ass. Yeah. Oh, she has like she she's has got more, too much. She's too got much too brain much brain for such for a nice ass. ass. Like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh boy, that's that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> You're canceled, man. <laughs> hey, he Wade said, Garrett just got canceled. He said it in in uh, in private. <laughs> in private. That's I mean, okay. he just said. I mean, he said it to Dalton. It was it was between them. We weren't supposed to hear it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then you learn about uh, the murder in Memphis. It turns yeah. out that Dalton was seeing a girl and she was lying and didn't tell him that she was actually married. Mm-hmm. And the husband came with a gun. Yeah, he shows up with a gun. And then it's like, Dalton had to take care of business. So Dalton feels guilty about this, but um, yeah, cause he, Garrett's like, don't. You got to do what's right. You got to protect yourself. Now, did he throat rip the guy? They kind of lean towards like, oh, there's rumors that he ripped a guy's throat out in mm-hmm. Memphis. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what a weird way to kill someone in self-defense. All I can think of is McGruber. <laughs> I know, McGruber. <laughs> I love rip. I love in the show where he does it from behind. He punches a guy back right through, through the back, right which through, is like... Pulls his spinal cord out or something. Well, his throat, but yeah. it's like he would have gone through his... Uh, I don't know. It's crazy. It's so you stupid. can't logic it, but no. it was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> throat rip. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah. And then uh, Red Red's bo- uh, place burns down. Yeah, they're back at the bar. Every time they show the band, it looks like... There's a new update to the band. Like, they get new equipment. Yeah, they probably the get drum it. kit looks better and better as the movie goes on. The yeah. speakers are, like... Everything's nicer. Yeah, they're slowly phone. updating. Uh, Reds burns down and... Uh, and blows up. And blows up. Actually, this is where you can notice what I mentioned earlier that was built just for the exterior. Yeah. You can see it's just a hollow shell, but... Filled with gasoline, probably. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you film that now, our gas is up really high. So it's very expensive. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Denise does a little strip show, and uh... yeah, what is happening there? Like, they you get this awkward dance from Denise because Wesley's like, "Hey, go up and dance," and it's yeah. like, "All oh, right, Wesley's there with his with all his henchmen, yeah, his goon squad." And he's like, "That's too bad. What happened to Reds?" <laughs> and I was playing like he didn't know what happened. Yeah, and kind of, and Dalton's kind of like stopping people from fighting him and yeah. starting a scene. Yeah, and but he Denise tells... is just, yeah, is taking her clothes off. Yeah, she goes up to dance, and I was like. He told you to go up and dance. I didn't know she was going to start stripping. It's her style. But yeah, she's just got that one dress on and yeah. she does a little teasing and stuff with a hat from somebody and mm-hmm. Dalton just kind of like pulls her off the stage like, get out of here. Yeah, he's like, come on, we can't have that. And yeah, then uh, none of the shenanigans. Jimmy's like, he's like, Jimmy, get up there. And then Jimmy grabs a pool cue. Jimmy's hilarious. He comes in wearing all denim. Is this yeah. supposed to be intimidating? <laughs> you look like you came from summer camp for Marana kids or something. <laughs> Looks like, yeah. If yeah. He's got a pool cue, and he's doing, like, a Donatello thing. Like, he's rehearsed this. Uh, he's, like, spinning it around in front. Yeah. And people are kind of backing off. Like, all right, this psycho's going to do something. It was interesting, though, that Dalton didn't take it himself. Dalton looks at his bouncers, and he's like, okay, Yeah, he sends them over there. Go get him. That was so weird. Well, the big guy thought he could take him because he was laughing at him. Yeah. But they all get wiped out. Yeah, until Wade hops in. Then Wade even gets beat up. I Which think. I don't believe for a second that that Jimmy guy could take Wade. No. Wade Garrett. I mean, Wade took him, got him a few hits, but eventually he flubbed up. Because it looks yeah. like he's got like a bum knee and stuff, so. Yeah, I still didn't believe it because Wade's way awesome. Well, he's Jimmy just, sucks. It's a cruel for this. Uh, and then, uh, of course, uh, Dalton gets in there. Pop, pop, pip. Yeah. Pip. Pip, <laughs> Zip, zop, zoop. I want to go through this movie yeah. edited in all those Batman from 66, like the pow, zap. You can. Blam. You will. That would be amazing. I have. 
<laughs> so um yeah and then ding dong shoots his gun he's like that's enough and i'm like why stop it now let it let it happen no he let it happen he's trying to send a message like message I'm, received I can, I can fight you better i can blow up people's stores i have all um, the power i'm butthole <laughs> and then they go back to that guy's house they go back to i oh, so why is everybody at red's house this is the scene where you get to learn that everybody in town is a chicken shit old white man <laughs> yeah. and nobody will stand up to wesley well, Pete Strott, Pete Strottemeyer is he's trying to convince him to stay. He's like, I know a guy in the FBI. And and but why is everybody at Red's house? The guy who owns the bars at Red's house. Red's at Red's house. Yeah. Uh is his niece or what have you is at Red's house. It's yeah, like Red's all the Red's house. It's all like all the owners in yeah. town are there. And he, the guy with the dealership is like, Hey, dealership. I know someone. Yeah. He's like, Hey, you're gonna testify yeah. for me? He's Pete, like, Ugh. Pete Strottenmeyer. Strottenmeyer. We don't know who he is until Pete oh, yeah. Yeah. This I had to put together from both the, the name on his dealership. Yeah. And then Pete, I got at the very end of the movie. So we piece together his name. It's Pete Strottenmeyer. You know what's crazy is that they establish a dealership earlier where he buys a car, but this isn't that dealership. Not, this is another dealership. Well, this is a new dealership. He bought it from a, like a douchebag dealership. Yeah, he bought like an old used car. But this, this is like is a new. Like, it's a Ford dealership. Yeah. Which is funny because that big truck, that monster truck is a Ford. Did that not come from this dealership? Maybe. He just. Has no loyalty for customer service. Yeah, so the next scene, yeah, is Brad has the boys drive that Bigfoot 7 into Strottenmeyer's car dealership. And yeah. What I thought weird, weird, was weird is, like, people just watched. Yeah, everyone was standing around like, well, Brad Wesley's doing it. I guess yeah. it's okay. And they're cheering him on when the truck goes through it and yeah, destroys like, the whole store. Why is everyone on his side all of a sudden? It's like people n- are cheering. No cops exist. Like, you could have the cops in your pocket, but this is ridiculous. Yeah, like every cop? I this, guess it's a small town, so maybe it's just like a sheriff and a deputy. But I mean, With this act, you could go federal. Like, yeah. You, could, you know? Because that's, that's terrorism. World. Yeah. But also, I was like, well, he has insurance, right? That's not a problem. Well, that's the funny thing is that one guy's like, do you have insurance? Or what do you call it? You call insurance and say, yeah, a guy drove a monster truck through my dealership? Yeah. Well. And they're like, yeah, okay. I guess we'll just cover it. I guess it. they'd want more to the story. Yeah. That's criminal charges would be placed. Yeah. Then Dalton doesn't do anything. He's just pissed off and he leaves and he goes back home. And he has like a little a little crybaby boxing match with a stick. I love part. when to get out of the conversation with Wade Garrett, he just jumps and climbs up a rope. <laughs> like I do that <laughs> yeah. all the time when someone's annoying me. I oh, just yeah. grab a rope and I climb away. And then you punch the bag up top. Yeah, Wade. Yeah. Wade's like, you gotta get out of here, man. You're gonna fight in your demons, a doopy doop. And then, yeah. And then uh, Dalton's like, if you want to leave, you can go. Well, Dalton almost wants to fight him, and he's like, don't do this. He's oh, like, man. you don't want to do that and yeah he says i'm like yeah i've learned as much from you as you learn from me yeah they like a heart-to-heart moment but dalton's super frustrated yeah but then later that evening i think the doc shows up yeah later that night the doc shows up to con- also to convince dalton to leave again she doesn't understand how good he is at his job she's like there's nothing there's no good that's gonna come of this yeah so, like so both him and her are like get out of here dalton. Like, don't you realize how he could help this situation mm-hmm. in my head i'm like he's just gonna kill them and then it's a problem solved <laughs> Yeah, so she starts screaming at him, Emmett's house blows up. Yeah, and he's he, like, no, he, Emmett. He's running to Emmett's house, and he's like, Emmett! And he actually saves Emmett. And he's like, Emmett, you okay? And he's like, yeah, if you get off of me. Yeah, because he's like kneeling on him. Yeah, poor Emmett couldn't breathe. Uh, I, don't, I don't understand where Emmett was in the house that he was able to go in and get him out. Like, the house blew up, basically. The house blew up. But Emmett, Emmett's fine. Like He, he was in have like smoke on him. He's wearing full, like, footy pajamas, and he pulls him out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's wearing, he looks like Santa Claus. Yeah, I mean, good thing the doctor's there. She can attend and make sure he's okay. Absolutely. 
And so, then he, so he's, he's here a motorcycle. Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy drives by and laughs like a maniacal laugh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like he just got away with something. Yeah. What did he get away with? And he's like behind the house when it blew up. I'm like, Where man, you at? know how close you are to that fire? Yeah. That'd be really hot. So he's got a big grin on his face. He's taken off. And uh, Dalton kicks into like high gear. And he could run as fast as a motorcycle. So he Epic takedown. Catches up and knocks him off the bike. He kind of goes in a straight line while Jimmy does a roundabout and goes up to the lake. Oh, yeah. So that and was an epic takedown. He just dives over and takes him down. Yeah. Now they're having... Takedown. Com- How many times combat. can I say takedown? They're having combat at <laughs> yeah. this beach. At Mortal the, at the pond. Fight. Um, now, he, now, now Dalton gets his ass kind of whooped a little bit. I don't know. I wrote when there is no moment in this fight where I feel like Dalton is in trouble. Well, there was a moment. He's leaning up against the tree, but then Jimmy makes the foul mistake of putting his leg at the tree, and Dalton basically breaks his leg. It's done. I mean, Jimmy. Jimmy is done for Jimmy. Well, Jimmy has a gun, right? Like, he pulls this little piece well, of his ankle. That's afterwards. Yeah. Okay. So they totally missed an opportunity to throw sand. Like, throw sand in his eyes. Oh, yeah, eyes, the man. sand in the eyes. Also, did. Jimmy admit to raping men in prison during this fight? He did. He said, I used to... Uh, F guys like you F in guys jail. F like you in jail. And, I'm and like, I was like, are you bragging about that? that like, that's nothing... That, that doesn't, doesn't make you sound like a tough of, guy. Yeah. That's messed up, man. Like, <laughs> you need therapy or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't man, think... Like, you, you have Could you imagine the fight stops and Dalton's like, I am impressed. Yeah. Wowie wow. Wow. No way. Can we do it now? Yeah. <laughs> But no, Dalton does his most epic move of all time. Throat rip. Just rips his throat out. Rips the throat. Tosses him towards the lake like, screw you, you piece of garbage. Yeah. And then, of course, the doc comes at the right moment. And she's like, no. And she pulls Jimmy out to check his pulse. But there is no pulse because he has no throat. And she looks at Dalton like, oh, how dare you? I know. Like, what? I I know she did did the Hippocratic Oath as a doctor. So she'd have to try and save him. Mm Mm-hmm. But I wrote that she just pulls him out of the water to see how awesome Dalton is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so basically Dalton drags him by the collar, puts him back in the water, and he's like, Wesley! Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, F you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did. Yeah. I thought he was almost going to walk across with so his body I. like as a floaty. So, so but yeah, he lets him float he across. lets him float. And, and Wesley's just looking like, oh, I guess I got to get another it's one. Like crap. Damn. Gotta find another guy who's yeah. like a sadist in prison. <laughs> yeah. But then uh, I think they cut to, they go back to the double deuce. It's the next day. And he gets a call from Wesley. And uh, he's like, who's it gonna be? Yeah, he's like, Garrett or the Doc? Da- ta- heads like, or tails? Call like, one of them's gonna go, I don't know, flip it. Yeah, he, he becomes Two-Face. He flips a coin. He flips a coin. He doesn't tell him what it is, though. He's like, oh, you're gonna like these results. Yeah, he's like, tails. He's like, now you're gonna find out. Which one? Yeah. He doesn't say t- he doesn't say anything. He's like, oh, I doesn't bet you he? Wanna know. Oh, I thought he said tails. But you want to know the result. And, yeah. Uh, and then he's like, am I the father? What? <laughs> you want to know the result. Oh. <laughs> you are not like, the like father. Like it's an episode of Murray. Yeah. Um, so, so. Uh, then poor Garrett, Wade. Yeah. He comes he in. He stumbles into the door. He's beat the hell up. Which is weird, because he says it was only three guys. Only three of them. And we've seen him take down four guys earlier. Yeah. Well, they got him good. Yeah. Um, so he's like, oh, crap. If you're here, Elizabeth is beaten up or something. So or it's he, like, she he's here and alive, yeah. so I got to go stop, because they're going to kill Elizabeth. Kill Elizabeth. So he goes to the hospital, and he starts bullying everybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is when I noticed he's wearing a blouse. Oh yeah, it's a full on blouse. blouse. He got it at he maybe he got it at the new J.C. Penney that's in town. <laughs> yeah, so she basically looks t- good. She tells him to kick rocks. Yeah, he's and he's like, "You're not safe." And she he like, tries to force her out of the room. Like he grabs yeah. her and he's like, yeah. "Let's go!" And she's like, "I'm fine, man. Yeah. Beat it." Yeah, hospital has security. And then so he's like, "Okay." And then he gets back to the bar. And there's Wade laying on the bar. And he's like, "Wade." Wake up, buddy. Yeah, he's like, you can sleep it off later, like as if he's just drunk. Yeah, and he, but then, no. And he rolls over, and it says, this is a knife in his gut, and it says, it was tails. Yeah. So the, Wade a, got done dirty. Trick. Yeah, what a trick, eh? Yeah. Like, they could have just killed him, but instead they tricked him, and they screwed yeah. with him like this. Don't mess with his emotions. <clears throat> yeah. His emotions! But also, he pulls the knife out, and I was like, well, there goes fingerprint evidence to see who killed. Well, he wanted, he's like, I'm going to kill you with this knife. Which he doesn't. Kind of. Yeah, he does. He kills the killer with the knife. We'll get to that. Does he? No, he, he so uses he it jumps, to shove in the gas pedal. He ju- yeah, he jumps into the Mercedes. Oh, yeah, and he takes off. And then, yeah, he shoves that into the, get, they see, now we cut to, to Wesley's house. There's a Mercedes coming full hill to the yeah, property. The, all the douches are out front. They're like, whoa, here he comes. They got shotguns, machine guns, handguns. They're all blasting away at this guy's car. It keeps coming. They're like, let's work out of the way. You can clearly see there is no one in the driver's seat. You can also clearly see the roll cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that car flies, blows up in midair. Blows up for no reason. I love that in old movies. Cars blow up. Yeah. As if they're Does just a flip. Like full of gas. And then somehow it lands on its wheels. They open the door. Oh, where is he? Where's no Dalton? Dalton? Damn. The knife is shoved. The knife is shoved in the gas pedal. Yeah, somehow. So the guy who owns the knife, he pulls it out of the gas pedal. Yeah, he puts, puts it back, back in, in his knife sheath. holster. A knife sheath. I like sheath. But yes. that car drove very straight for just having the gas floored. Amazing. Because any bump, it would have like turned, flipped and gone crazy. Yeah. Well, the know. lineman was spot. I mean, it was a Mercedes. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. That's why you don't get an American Detroit. Well, no. We're going to get a Detroit car. Let's get a German. German-made automobile. Yeah. So now it's on. So they're like, uh-oh. And they walk behind the house, and there's already a dead dude. And it's Curly Sue from the bar. Yeah? Okay. They got him. Boom. Dead. Yeah. And then... A guy shows up with a shotgun. Yeah. You know, he gets shot by the um, the nephew from up top by the shotgun. He does. And, and that his thing shirt's has... just wet. It's just red, wet blood yeah. when you see him later. I'm like, that would have blown a hole in the guy. He's pretty close. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Well, the guy, so the guy with the knife sheathed, he gets him first. He pulls a knife out, and he, he stabs him in the gut. And he says something like, Tails again. It, tail, tails again, bitch, or something like <laughs> yeah. that. When he stabs him in the gut. Yeah. And uh, and then he turns around, and that guy gets shot in the back by yeah, his nephew. Yeah, he uses a shield. And then he throws the knife at the nephew. The nephew falls off the balcony. He's yeah. dead. Which, uh, wow, that's really good for throwing a knife. Oh, It'd be man. really hard to throw a knife hard enough to go into somebody. His knife skills. Yeah, he's got good knife Never skills. mind the knife throw. There's a, the, he When he runs into Wesley, and Wesley throws a spear at him, it's like, it looks like it was shot out of a cannon. It goes perfectly, it's, perfectly I think it's on a wire. and hard. Like, I wanted him to catch that <laughs> yes. and use it like as a weapon. Yeah. Like, just boom. Like that would have been so cool. <clears throat> like uh, Iron Man where he catches the missile. Yeah. And it's like still flaming. That's how it should have been. Yeah. And then he uses it against the guys. He turns it around and just lets go. That's cool. The spear. I did that once. <laughs> the spear. I caught a missile. He throws the spear. He catches it midair, <laughs> turns it around, lets go, and it flies back. It still has momentum. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when this went into a silly film. But yeah, I think but yeah. I think now he's, he's hunting the fat guy. He's in the trophy room. Yeah, 
and he drops a polar bear on him. He could have just waited. The guy would have died of diabetes any time now. He's huge. Oh, yeah. Tink, tink, tinker. <laughs> yeah. He shoots at the polar bear. I don't know yeah. what that was about. Was Did stupid. he think he was alive? It's what clearly stuffed. Dummy. He's so dumb. But then Brad later on asks, that polar bear acts like huge, he's dead. Yeah. yeah, it was huge. There's no way that was a real polar bear skin. No. And uh, yeah, he's like, all right, you found my trophy room. The only thing missing is your ass. I'm like, yeah, he wants his ass on display? I was thinking, like, does he just want the butt or... I mean, Jimmy's not here cheeks. anymore, so why does he need his ass for? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I want your ass on display. I'm like, really? Yeah. Well, I thought it would have been like your head is more intimidating because that would kill you. I would beat myself off <laughs> to your ass. He's yeah. really toned. <laughs> Uh, this movie's yeah mixed messages. Yeah, so he's throwing yeah. So I don't nice... think in the eighties they realized how uh, yeah how much innuendo there was in their insults. Right. <laughs> These guys do is talk about dicks and guys' asses. Yeah. I'm gonna get your dick stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> what now? I'm gonna keep it in my bedroom in my this, underwear drawer. <laughs> this is when Brad Wesley refers to Wade as an old guy. Yeah. And I was like. Mm, yeah, you're like, older than he is, so I, I don't know what you're talking about. about. I killed that old man. You, you already got a bunch of my guys. We're even. So you found my trophy room, Dalton. The only thing that's missing is your ass. What's this all about, anyway? Your friend Wade? One old man? It's what I call a mercy killing. I took him out of his misery. You're not mad at me about that, are you? Hell, you took Jimmy. He was in better shape. Yeah. You got, like, you got all my guys. I'm like, <laughs> oh, he just knocked one guy down. But, like, yeah, like, he killed his best friend? Your yeah. guys are, like, nothing to you. They're Yeah, you don't even care about them. Yeah. Non-essential. And then, then there's that cool moment where he's, like, on top of him, and he's got... His throat ripping hand going. Oh, I, love like, the, oh. I love the throat rip hand. You he's know like, he's going for a throat rip. Are you gonna put that away? Or are you gonna use it, man? You better think about it's a it. Deadly weapon. But then he's looking at him too. He's looking at his hand like, like I can't stop it from happening. It's but, Memphis all over again. But, <laughs> but he doesn't. No. And Wes is looking at him like, what? He's like, I'm gonna, my gun, I'm gonna get my gun. Shoot. Yeah, and the doc is there, and she's like, oh. You turned a new leaf. Yeah, and she's like, don't do it. And then no. and then he gets up to the gun. He's like, no. And then boom, we hear a shotgun. Like, oh, snap. Wesley gets popped. And who's behind the gun? Red. Was it Red? One of those guys. One of those a-holes. This is where the town, the all well, those three uh, of owners, yeah, they there's show Red, up. There's Red, and there's Pete Strodmeyer, <laughs> and, uh, and Chucky Wuddles. Who's the other guy? Who's the other business owner? Oh, the bar owner. Uh, yeah, the bar owner. Kenneth or whatever. So, yeah, so Red shoots him, and then Pete Strodemeyer shoots him. Yeah. And then they all get a shot in. The last guy's the bar owner. He's like, this is our town. We are, we own this town. <laughs> and he kills. He does the final killer. And he falls through his glass table. Yeah, that was nice. And then, and But then, in the background, I noticed that uh, Tinker's already reaching for a gun, and I was like, oh, is he going to shoot someone in the back? Yeah. Well, Tinker has a gun, but you can see he's he's like... As soon as he saw Wesley go down, he's yeah. like, nah. And he, you can he see his, sides. his gun is also spent. I don't know if you saw that. But oh, I didn't see that. So he's, he just had a look of concern. But basically, it ends with the townsfolk have spoken. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. So Red goes and collects the guns from the other men. 
and he walks away with the guns to go hide them. Because yeah. now we hear police sirens. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they're, After all this goes down, suddenly cops are involved. Yeah, cops exist in this town. Yeah. Uh, I guess only t- when it happens at Wesley's house. Yeah. They get alerted. Tinker throws his gun, and now nobody saw nothing, which I really love that scene where... Uh, the cop, the 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 cops, are like, all right, everybody, see anything? What happened here? And then they, and the they, monkeys, the monkeys, the yeah. see no evil, hear no evil, uh, speak no evil monkeys. Yeah, and then there's a fourth one who's so like clever. just chilling at the end. He's chilling. That was Tinker. <laughs> yeah, uh, but that was a really nice touch. Like, you know, I know I went this, back to see him. Like, is that what I thought it was yeah. just now? Like, yeah, this movie gets a bad rap, but uh, maybe that, that was a clever. That was a clever little touch there. You know how in the emojis on your phone, on, yeah. on an Apple phone, they have the. They have the monkeys, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, is that a callback to Roadhouse? Like, specifically monkeys doing the... Well, that's always been a thing. Is it? With monkeys? (laughs) I don't know. It's specifically a monkey emoji. It's the the only animal that does it on there. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I like that he's like... It's always been monkeys, though. Like, it's always been... Like, if you see statues and pictures of... Okay. I don't know what that's from. I'll have to look into that. I won't. But he's like, (laughs) yeah, a polar bear fell on me. That's his reason for not seeing what happened. You see anything, Tinker? Polar bear fell on me. Yeah, too, too, and they're all like, "What? Polar bear?" Yeah. Um, there's a sad, uh, little sad fact that uh, both Patrick and uh, Ben, uh, who plays, um, uh, what's his name, Wesley? Ben, yeah, Ben Gazzara. Yeah, plays Ben uh, Wesley. Uh, they both died of pancreatic cancer. Man, uh, one in '09, which was uh, Swayze, and then 2012 for Gazzara. It's crazy that Swayze died in '09 because it feels like pretty recent. Yes, it does. It does. But I think that's from us growing up in like the 80s and 90s and Mm -hmm. thinking back to like the early 2000s as always being recent. (laughs) Did you watch his latest show? I I used to watch it when he was... We already knew he was was sick. No. What was it called? I don't remember, but it was a cop show. It was really good. Um, I remember him and Donnie Darko as the... uh... Yeah. The motivational speaker who actually was like a a pedo or something. Yeah, that's right. That was a crazy... uh... That was weird. Oh, I hope I didn't ruin Donnie Darko for anybody. (laughs) Um, But then they have the scene where they're playing uh, Jeff Healy. Yeah. He's playing out the rest of the movie. Playing out the credits roll. I got a couple. I got a... So I got a... Wait, they they cut to them skinny dipping. They do... Oh, right. The pond. And for some reason, there's a third person sitting on a blanket. I don't know what that was. At the lake. Who is that? Was that supposed to be Emmett? There's just a guy. And they're both skinny dipping. And there's just a guy sitting there. Chilling out. Well, I thought she was sitting. No? Or is she in the water? No, she's in the water already. Also, uh, uh, you see his Dalton has no scars. In. He has no scars. Well, yeah, when he skin. dove in the water, he looked yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they're spinning around he in the water. He got shot in the arm, but he's fine. Well, yeah, he's Dalton. He can get shot in the face. He'll be fine. Yeah. I but got, yeah, they're, I, they're skinny dipping and making out, and there's just a third person watching on the shore. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was weird. I, thought, I have to go back and watch this. I wasn't really paying attention. but uh, Oh, I did go back to see uh, him jump in the water. I was like, oh, yeah. Ooh, swish. <laughs> no, I was like, I think there's a third person there. And I went back and paused it. I'm like, there is just a dude sitting on the on the blanket they have for their, I don't yeah. know, naked swimming party. It's one of the crew. <laughs> uh, yeah. I have three fun facts. Chris's fun facts, yeah. Fun fact, the movie was nominated for five Golden Raspberry Awards. That's the Razzies, if you're familiar. Uh, worst picture, worst director, worst screenplay, worst actor, Patrick Swayze. What? Worst supporting actor, which is Ben Gazzara. It didn't win any, fortunately, but it's still on the list for the most enjoyable uh, worst movies. Uh, fun fact, too, Patrick was approached to star in Predator 2, but was unable due to an injury he sustained on this movie. 
uh, Joel Silver was the producer of both movies. So apparently uh, he got hurt. I don't know what the injury was, but he yeah. couldn't do Predator 2. Dang. Fun fact, three different fighting styles uh, in this movie were basic street fighting, boxing, kickboxing, karate, jujitsu, taekwondo, hapkido, judo, and of course, Tai Chi, which is not really a martial art, but more of like a meditative body movement thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's like a precursor to like some other workouts. Yeah. It says here that he got a knee injury. Ah, yeah. So he couldn't be Cash in Tango and Cash, which is a great movie. I don't know if oh, have you seen yeah. Tango and Cash? Yes, I have. And Mike Harrigan in Predator 2. He also chose to make Ghost as his follow-up instead because it was less physically strenuous. Ghost was a hit. Yeah, and... He was dead the whole time, so he could just be a ghost. Yeah. I can't believe Roadhouse was a box office flop at the time. Yeah, and I can't believe it was nominated for a Razzie. I mean, it's not bad. It had a budget of $17 million, yeah, well, estimated. All, all to build the barn. Opening weekend, it made about $6 million. Mm. And peanuts. worldwide gross of 30 Okay. I'm sure since then it's probably made some more money. Very well. Well, they're still using the Tai Chi thing for MGM. So. Came out in May '89. Okay, so I wasn't in school yet, but that year I'd start school. I started kindergarten in September '89. Whoa. I love it if you look at the parental guide. It's like sex and nudity, severe. Violence and gore, severe. Profanity, severe. Okay. I didn't find it that profane. I didn't either. Actually, it was more. They say the f word like once. I think there was more boob. Really. Our last episode had more profanity. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks to our guest host. <laughs> <laughs> but did you know that there's, they made a sequel in 2006? Roadhouse 2, Last oh, Call. Last Call. Uh, that's supposed to be with um, Dalton's son. Yeah. And Dalton's apparently passed away. Um, he got shot shortly after, I think, this film. Yeah, which is um, ridiculous. What a B movie. I saw just looking at the cover, it looked oh, like yeah. crap. Jake Busey is in it, and Will Patton. And Will Patton's been in some big stuff. Yeah. I, I love the the tagline is, take it outside. Take it outside. <laughs> Why would Dalton's son become a bouncer? And where did this son come from? I can't imagine him ever settling down and having a child. Some of the taglines for this movie and different posters, it mm-hmm. says, Dalton lives like a loner, fights like a professional, and loves like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> There's another one that says, the dancing's over. Now it gets dirty. Because of dirty oh, dancing. Oh, dirty dancing. Wow. And the longest one is, Dalton's the best bouncer in the business. His nights are filled with fast action, hot music, and beautiful women. <laughs> it's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> like, what the heck? Um, Why is the tagline a full page of script? I have one for you. Just give me a minute here, because I won't remember this. I know when they had, when they put it on DVD, it had just they put like a crappy little tagline. It's last call for action. <laughs> like what? You don't need a tagline on DVDs anymore. The movie's been done. Uh, Roadhouse. They did a off Broadway stage play. What? It's got the longest title, well, longest title ever for a, for a stage show. Hit me Here, with. Here's it. the title. Uh, the official title is Roadhouse. The stage version of the cinema classic that starred Patrick Swayze, except this one stars Tamak from the 80s cult classic, The Last Dragon, wearing a blonde mullet wig. That's the whole title of the show. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That must have been interesting. It's funny. Like, I, If I scroll through the different actors on IMDb, 
I I can't even recognize Kelly Lynch. I mean, she's still working today, but mm-hmm. she just looks like a completely different person now. The the girl who played Denise is Julie Michaels. She's still working too. She was um she, apparently she's a big player in a stunt coordination. Yeah, with her husband. Yeah, she's oh, cool. done a lot of uh, stunt work. But yeah, Sam Elliott. Of course, he's still working. Yeah. He's the same age as my dad. Like, is he? This guy is in his late seventies, and he's still working and still doing like rough, tough stuff. Still kicking ass. Yeah. Well, Chris, what should we rate this Roadhouse classic in? Jeez, we should. We never. We always, always come up with it on the spot. <laughs> Sometimes I take out the pause where we think about it, just so we sound less dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that in this one. How about a Swayze's? Oh yeah, just pour one out for the big guy. Yeah. Twelve Swayze's. Okay. I'll do the 12 Swayze's. Okay. Do you have a number ready? I do. Hit me with it. Ten and a half Swayze's. Wow. Yep. That's strictly nostalgia. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say eight and a half Swayze's. Okay. I don't have nostalgia for it. Yeah. But I do enjoy it because I like watching Patrick Swayze just own people in movies. Now, even though I gave it such a high rating out of Swayze's, a lot of that is the Sam Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> I do like Sam Elliott, and uh, he was really awesome. Was yeah, really that's why you're watching 1883. That's why I'm watching 1883. You slave to the, to the name Sam Elliott. Slave to the Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks has a little cameo in it. Does he? Yes. He looks crazy in the new Elvis movie, because they gave him an extra chin that's, like, so big. Yeah. Yeah, he it's looks th- nuts. He's a thicker man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a high rating, but uh, I, I like I like Roadhouse. It's, um, it's fun. It's one of my favorite. Yeah. It's like if they made a movie like that now, it would be like The Transporter with State with Jason Statham. Yeah. Just like a guy really good at his job goes yeah. around beating people up and yeah. everyone's just okay with it. It's just a silly good time. And Yeah, uh, you don't think too much about it. Yeah, you don't think about just too enjoy. much about it. Just watch it. There's something for and, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Swayze's butt, Kelly Lynch's butt. Yeah. Boobies. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't we glazed over that they went to a strip club. And that of those eighties bodies, which are fantastic. They're not all weird and distorted well, like, like modern day. Every other scene, yeah. Every <laughs> other scene was like a breast here and a breast there. Even like that one phone call with uh, with Garrett. Yeah. It's like the, there's, right away, it's like it's a tit show. Um, yeah, they were fast and loose with that. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Hang so, on, hang on a second. I gotta, I gotta look at our next movie. All right, what are um, we watching? Yeah, I forgot the title of it. Uh, are you ready? I'm ready. Well, this is one of my favorites. Um, well, one of my favorites. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say favorites, but you know, I really like this one because it put this actor into a different realm where we respected him in one genre, oh. and he totally switched gears. I'm so curious. Robin Williams <gasps> in One, one hour, hour Photo. photo. Oh. oh! I've never seen this movie. Yes. No? But I, I remember when it came out, I was like, whoa, is he playing like a crazy person in this? He looks yes. scary. You know what? And it's it's a bygone era because we don't take our we we don't have film and we don't take our film to the yeah develop them anymore develop your pictures yeah so this most is, of them are all digital now yeah but this is a this is a really cool little cool little, I'm looking forward to capsule. it yeah and I love Robin Williams mm-hmm. the late great I love it when he plays a nut so <laughs> <laughs> like you could watch toys and get the same thing yeah. And I, we were discussing earlier that uh, we think it'd be fun to do a commentary episode where we just watch a movie, turn on our mics, and just do an audio commentary. So Yeah. So if you'd like that, bark once. <laughs> Dial one for yes and two for one. <laughs> we're open to suggestions, too. Otherwise, we'll, th- we'll pick something and 
Yes. It'll be a grand old time. Please suggest something. You know our email. If you're listening, it's I saw that at gmail.com. I saw that pod at gmail.com. Was it I saw that pod? I think so. Oh, God. I'm messing it up. <laughs> I don't know. It's I saw that pod. Do it to both, and uh, we'll see what happens. Send it to both. Yeah. You can follow us on Instagram at I saw that pod. <laughs> At Instagram.com. <laughs> Instagram.com. Just go the to the website. Yeah, go to the be... website, Instagram. <laughs> I swear, you go to Instagram website, they're like, do you want to go to the app? Because yeah. we don't we don't like this. <laughs> There's nobody here. Yeah. <laughs> Crickets. Yeah. But uh, do offer up your opinion, because your opinion matters. All two of you. Yeah. We're sick of thinking of movies all the one time. One of you speak up. Yeah. <laughs> Our one listener, tell us a movie you want us to do. <laughs> Uh, we're just talking to ourselves right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, we got a listener. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, I listened to the other day. It actually has happened. Yeah. yeah. We're a, getting pretty good listenership. There's a lot of Android listeners. That's all me, man. <clears throat> yeah. You know, we, we, we're going up, which is really nice. And uh, thanks for stopping by. A lot of people are checking out our Insta. Mm-hmm. All our goofy little photos. Yeah. When we talk about movies. I'd like to talk about some movies. Yeah. Cool. So, one-hour photo. That's what we're going to do next. Awesome. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Adios, amigos. (laughs) A polar bear fell on me.